I'll tell you one thing, if a little green man pops out of me, I'm shooting first and asking questions later. You are on the verge of destroying the entire universe. Welcome to the Strange Podcast with Sam and Logan. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. And please give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.thestrangepodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you. This is The Strange Podcast, and this is episode 21. I'm Logan Marks. And I'm Sam Baxter. Today is March 7th, 2018. Ooh, 2018. Yep, another... What a year, what a year. <laughs> I know. So far, it's been going good, I guess, right? How many months have you been? Three three months into the 2018? It's doing all right. Yeah. Can't complain. Yeah, how's uh, how's everything been going with you? How's uh, how's your job and your life? It's pretty good. Work is uh, pretty fun. A lot of cool people there, and it's, everyone's doing well. Everyone's doing well. How about you? Uh, not bad. You know, I've uh, work's been busy. Had a lot of stuff to do. Uh, you know, sometimes... Uh, Work can be too busy, and uh, it's not as oh, fun. Yeah. yeah, you know, but you know, you get over it, and you know, you get, that's why you get the paycheck, right? <laughs> <laughs> Work hard for your money. Yeah, I'm fucking slaving myself, <laughs> I'm pimping myself out just to make monies. No, it's been going all right. You know, we we've been uh we've been busy trying to learn new stuff, trying to stay relevant in in the technology field. You know, it's it's a never ending game, but. That's what we got to do. That's a tough one because you got to keep changing everything up. Yeah, you got to evolve, man. Definitely got to evolve. Things are things are always uh, changing in in technology, and so you know, as they change, you either get left behind or you evolve with them. Mm-hmm. And by evolving with them, at least you're able to keep a job. So, got to keep that check coming. Speaking of a, uh, well, we're not getting paid, but we probably should be. <laughs> no. Hopefully, get paid. If we were <laughs> good point, enough, but... we'd be getting paid. How about that? <laughs> Maybe if we're good enough, we'd be getting paid. But you know. Maybe one day we should get into the news here. All right. Get strange news. Let's get some strange news. It's time for strange news. I got something here. It's pretty. I thought it was pretty funny. Okay, what do you got? A 14-year-old Victoriaville uh, boy pretended to be a sheriff's deputy was arrested after investigators said he drove around in a Ford Explorer <laughs> equipped with blue and red flashing lights, <laughs> launching phony investigations. Pulled people over and and they found counterfeit money and simulated firearms and fake be- uh, ballistic vest <laughs> and other law enforcement related items in his home. <laughs> so, <laughs> how did the, how the hell did so a fourteen year old kid, how did a fourteen year old boy look like a grown man? What is he like six eight? <laughs> I, I guess he he well he's a pretty tall kid. Like if he, they show they have some video of him pulling somebody over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, all, he's all like basketball and, star. And he had like. <laughs> And he had like the he had like the full uniform. He looked like he looked legit. And then like he his 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 uh, his vehicle. He had the lights and everything on there. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, he was driving around. Uh, he was he was like acting like he was fielding domestic uh, violence. Mm-hmm. Um, phone call like people were calling for domestic violence. And so he would show up, and and people and the people were like, I don't know who you are. And he's like, Well, I just came by to you know see if everything was okay. Blah blah blah. <laughs> um, so he was he was doing that, and then he was pulling people over, uh, giving them like fake tickets. He, he would pull a pu- he pulled over somebody and, and like uh, and we're giving them warnings, <laughs> <laughs> giving them warnings. <laughs> yeah, what was he? And then they they so when they when they when they finally caught him, they found out that that the Ford Explorer belonged to his his great grandmother. <laughs> what the fuck? So he took his great grandmother's car. <laughs> <laughs> Ford Explorer, <laughs> and basically souped it up so it looked like he could look like a cop's car. He, he was driving around, uh, <laughs> pretending to be a cop. Holy shit! So, so when they caught him, did they they arrest his ass? Like, what they do? Yeah, he yeah he got arrested. He uh, he was booked into the High Desert Juvenile Detention Center. Holy shit! So they have it. So the detectives are, are searching for people. If you're a victim of the <laughs> of this crime. To call in, <laughs> so they so they can know who else he was he was uh, messing with. Oh man, that's pretty, Dude, that's that's pretty that's pretty ballsy for fourteen years old. That's definitely ballsy, man. This guy's he seems like a big kid, and <laughs> fuck, what is he like? Bo Jackson? Remember Bo Jackson, the athlete? <laughs> the motherfucker was big. He was like beating up high schoolers. Even, yeah, he doesn't even look that big though. I mean, he's tall, but he's he, he's kind of scraggly. Oh shit. <laughs> Damn, that's pretty fucked up. Well, I got a kind of fucked up story too. So, um, in Taiwan, 
this is some kind of fucked up news and kind of worrisome news, so um, brace yourself, peoples. But in Taiwan, they're facing catastrophic toilet paper shortage. So, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Oh, shit. <laughs> you better not be shitting. <laughs> because cause across uh, Taiwan's major cities, consumers are in a near panic over a shortage of one of the modern life's basic necessities, toilet paper. So they're saying that the prices could skyrocket because toilet paper, they're running out of it. And uh, they're asking if, if it goes up, are you prepared? Because obviously everybody wants or needs toilet paper, right? <laughs> that's so like... How, how much is it gonna be? Did they say like how how high it would go? Uh, prices could increase ten to thirty percent. These guys are like running out. They're probably gonna have to start importing. So whoever imports these guys will probably make some money off some shit like this, off their shit. Actually, you're gonna have some. They're gonna have some black market toilet paper. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's all like made out of weeds, <laughs> weeds and leaves and shit. <laughs> They're gonna have like imagine some guy like in a trench coat, he's all pulling over with all these toilet paper rolls on there. You want to buy some toilet paper? <laughs> you want to buy some? <laughs> you know what people are gonna have to start doing? They're gonna have to start buying newspapers. <laughs> They're gonna. I bet. I bet. I bet newspaper prices will go up high because everyone's gonna be using that to shit. <laughs> start investing. Start investing in newspaper companies. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you probably make some good money if that happened. <laughs> so I guess, I guess the, the this the price increases stem in part from the supply disruptions and short fiber pulp after forest fires in Canada and production problems in Brazil. So because of those, oh, yeah, because of those other those countries, you know, they're, they're getting they're getting screwed with this toilet paper. All I got to say is, man, invest in baby wipes. Baby wipes are better than toilet paper. Invest in baby wipes. Yeah. <laughs> invest in baby wipes, man. You won't need to buy no toilet paper. So. I guess a lot of people are using using baby wipes now. They are. Well, it gets to the point where because people are too stupid, I guess, and they start flushing. Yeah. In bigger cities, they're flushing the baby wipes down the down the toilet, and it's like this big deal where people are... Oh, it's like clogging up the toilets. Yeah, it's clogging up the sewage lines and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think so. Like on the baby wipe package, it says don't flush more than one at a time. But I'm pretty sure people need like fucking four or five, you know. <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> I don't even think you're supposed to flush them at all. You're supposed to like toss them. No, it says it says you don't don't flush more than one at a time is what it says. Oh really? Yeah. So you can flush them. There there are some that are made for flushing, and there are oh, some yeah. that are not. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, there's some that are like degradable that'll break down. Yep. And, and some that they probably want you to just throw away. Yeah, but in Taiwan, you know, I don't know. Maybe they might have to invest in newspapers if they don't want that silky cool wetness of toilet wipe, of baby wipes. They might need to get some newspapers and they're going to have a problem, I guess, in the near future. Or a bidet in your uh, your middle finger. Yeah, <laughs> bidet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard those are pretty good. You ever use one of those? I actually have one, yeah. Oh, you do? Is it pretty good? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a little sprinkle on your butt. It is makes it, it easier to clean off stuff. Is it, so it's pretty good then. Yeah, I like it. I've it heard they're pretty them. good. I've never I've never got to use one. So it just basically squirts water up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, tick tickles. <laughs> so like during the winter, it's like all super cold because I don't have one that's like shoots out warm. Oh water. shit! So <laughs> just shoots out, yeah, so like so your so ass I don't is use cold. It during the winter, <laughs> literally, your ass is cold. <laughs> <laughs> shit shingles hanging hanging from my bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. So besides shit, what else do you got? Well, I got some. I got something kind of weird here. It's kind of sad, but it's it's kind of uh, Darwin Award. Uh, a curious fisherman who went to inspect why his homemade fish bomb failed to detonate in a river mm-hmm. was seriously injured when the explosion suddenly went off. So basically, he he threw the bomb in there. Uh huh. When he, he waited for it to, to explode and it didn't go off, so he decided, out of curiosity, he went closer to inspect the bomb. Oh fuck! So then man. when he did that, that's when the bomb blew up. Oh, you know, I remember, I remember being kids and you know, fireworks when they didn't go off, you didn't want to check them. But since we paid for them, it's like, man, let's go see if that thing works. You know, <laughs> we got to get our money's worth to make sure that thing blows up somehow. And then you get close to it, and then you see that you see a spark, and you're like, oh shit, run! <laughs> <laughs> that thing would. Well, blow. I don't know why he was like using a bomb to fish, though. I don't. Well, haven't oh, you heard of people illegal. using like dynamite to fish? <laughs> I mean, that's illegal. Yeah, I've, I've heard of people. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard people use dynamite to fish, but it's kind of stupid. Yeah, man. I don't know. You know, some people like dynamite and TNT, and he said, "Fuck it, I don't want to waste my time." You know, with the line and and hook. You know, <laughs> but I guess he 
you know, he, he paid for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so is he, is he, did you say he's all right? Yeah, he's all right. He's just in a, he's, well, he's in a coma. Oh, in the hospital shit. Right now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, man. I remember, I remember being young and, and, uh, my older brother and I, we would throw fireworks in our shed. Like, with those black cats. You remember those black cats? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those were, you know, they didn't light real fast. You could just light them and you threw them. They're just like a pop, a good pop. And I remember we were just chucking them in there. And I remember I was throwing them pretty hard. And I remember I, I, I just for some reason, I said, hey, man. Just, I mean, I was like seven years, eight years old. This is how, mm-hmm. how much balls we had back in the day. But <laughs> I remember like seven or eight years old. I'm like, <laughs> hey, hey, it's, my back's warm. Is something there? He's like, your shirt's on fire. Well, I'd been, I'd been cocking my arm back so far that the sparks got on my shirt. <laughs> Get on my shirt. <laughs> and my shirt was on fire. It was burning up as I was wearing it. I was like, "Oh fuck!" So <laughs> your shirt caught on fire. My shirt caught on fire from the sparks of the black cats. You know, because we're just throwing oh, mats. Damn. We're throwing all kinds of uh-huh. them. And eventually, like I was, I was like I said, I was cocking my arm so far back that it was just the sparks were getting on my shirt, and it just caught it on fire. Oh damn! Yeah. I'm, Did it burn the whole shirt? Or just uh, no, it made, like, it, made a, it made it made a good hole. The shirt wasn't good anymore. <laughs> Because it had been burning, and I'm just like, hey, is my, is my, is my, is something warm on my back or what? And he's like, your shirt's on fire. I, me- I remember one time uh, we had like, a, we were doing those bottle rocket fights. Mm-hmm. Where you run, run around and you light the bottle rockets yeah. and shoot them at each other. Yep, yep. And, and then I remember one time we were like in groups, and one of the other guys we were like in the woods, mm-hmm. and the other guys were in this like patch of wood with bushes and stuff. And I had the ball rocket, and I'm like, and they, we knew where they were, they were in there. But we didn't know where exactly where they were at because mm-hmm. we can hear them kind of talking and stuff. Yeah. I, I I launched a ball rocket at them. I just in the general direction because I didn't know where they were going, where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. And I heard it, shoom, it takes off, and then you hear it, and then you hear ah, <laughs> and <laughs> so it was like, because it was one of our, our younger cousins, and he was he was probably like 13 at the time. Yeah. We would follow the scream down to go see where he was at. And when we got there, like he his ass was smoking, <laughs> so like the jeans of his ass was smoking, like like it wasn't on fire, but it was like like smoking. And then because the other group that was with him, they were all looking at him. They're like, "What do we do?" Because they were about his age too. Yeah. So they they threw him on the ground, and everybody was like kicking, <laughs> jumping on his ass to put it out. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he was just on the ground screaming, "No, no stop!" <laughs> Oh. And then, like we we finally we finally finished stomping on him. He got up and he had this big old hole, like right right in the middle of his ass. <laughs> his jeans were like burnt. <laughs> hole in one. Oh man, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, we. I felt pretty bad, but you know, it's like I, I didn't even think I was gonna be able to hit him. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like a one in a million shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it was. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> right in the ass. <laughs> yeah. We got deep shit when we got back home. He was all like, my pants. And they're like, we just bought you those pants. And yeah, they're all brand all new, of course. <laughs> they're all his Sunday's best. <laughs> it's all his church pants and shit. He's trying to his church pants. No, we ruined the shit. <laughs> those pants were good enough to be married in. <laughs> I know you were gonna get married in those pants. That's what you had. So what do you got now? I got a weird story. This is kind of odd, but uh, an alleged time traveler from the year 2030 claims he met himself from 40 years in the future, and the two versions of themselves <laughs> gave gave a they did a video interview. So. So here's the situation. The guy, he's a time traveler from 2030, and he met his 2070 mm. self. Okay? So he went into the future and, and met... No, 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 no. The, the, guy f- the guy from 27 came back to him. So they're both here oh, right okay. now. 2030 came back to 2008, and 2070 came to 2008, mm-hmm. and they met each other. Okay. So... So, um... <clears throat> they, they did an interview together. It's kind of weird because, uh... Well, they said they can't go into any explicit details about the future, right? Of course, that'll ruin everything, oh, right? Of course, of course not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the guy from 2030, he believes that the guy from 2070 is his future because 
He says, and I, I quote, he showed a bunch of personal information. He said a bunch of things about what I did. He said all the sequence of events and stuff since I came back from 2017. He said everything that I did, and this is the type of stuff that someone would have to stalk me my whole life to figure out, unquote. So he's saying that this guy knew stuff about him that was like almost impossible to get, I guess. I, he didn't say what it was. Um, stuff he couldn't find on Facebook. Exactly or... <laughs> right. Yeah, he was at the he was at the beach in 2016, and in, in you know in Barbados, and that guy knew about it. Oh, how did he know? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, so they, somebody they asked him like, why was there no no time paradox? You know, you know the time paradox. You're not supposed to uh-huh. beat yourself and. Um, they yeah. explained that the future self explained that time travelers have microchips that prevent them from saying things that can change a sequence of events. So oh. that's how the time paradox allegedly is evaded by these microchips. Um, mm-hmm. But he did give some predictions. Yeah, what do you have to say? He says that here's his future predictions. Current U.S. President Donald Trump will be reelected in the year 2020. That's something we can see. Yeah, yeah it's totally possible. Uh, phones are going to start getting bigger towards the year 2030. Phones? Phones, yes. Phones. Are going to get bigger? Going to get bigger. Like turn into like television? I don't know, man. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he says robots that can run a home are being slowly introduced. So could that be like Alexa, you know, stuff like that? Um, he says Bitcoin is being used more than money. More but money, including pennies, are still in use. Another one, global warming issues have increased and Northern America is now hotter while Europe is colder. Humans fly to Mars in 2028, the same year that time travel is made public. 2028, boys and girls, mark down your calendar. And 10 years from now, time travel is going to be made public. So everybody will be able to use it? I don't know if they're going to be able to use it or if it's just going to be just saying, hey, maybe the, the rich elite can do it. Who knows? Or maybe you need to have some sort of DNA that allows it. I don't know. He didn't say. But it's oh. but it's just going to be made public. Like, hey, this this is you know we can time travel now. Another prediction: electric cars can travel at six hundred miles an hour. That's that could be pretty cool, but that could be also dangerous, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to drive six hundred miles. An I don't hour know, man. I don't know. <laughs> That's fucking, I'm not sure what type of roads will fucking handle that. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Unless it's a flying car. Yeah, yeah. What if it's windy though? Fuck. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> this is a good one. Some diseases have been cured, including some forms of cancer. Oh yeah. That's... And the last, yeah, the last prediction he had was uh, artificial intelligence will be will be huge by 2021, and a popular device which will look like Google Glasses but have the processing power of today's computers will take over. So this is like stuff that you could just like look at today's news and like figure figure out on your own. Yeah, this is global warming is happening. Exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And and then you can say things that you can't really dispute or or really argue with about time travel. I mean, who's going to say that can't happen, right? There's no way. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't really argue that either. Obviously, cars will probably travel 600 miles an hour at some point in our li- in in human existence, right? <laughs> <laughs> um and there's a 50/50 chance that Trump could win the election again. So, uh, yeah, I mean, right? He's, he could run again, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's no there's nothing here that's really concrete, or you know, I wish he would have said something like "fucking," you know, um, you know, the, you know, the Yankees will lose the World Series for the next five years in a row, yeah. you know, something, that, <laughs> something a little more concrete, Except right? For an almanac. Yeah, exactly, like some <laughs> sports. <an> almanac. <laughs> yeah, something. Give us something definitive, you know. Tell us something real. I don't know if the future ever brings back anything like solid. They don't. It's like, why are you even here? Why, why are you even announcing yourself? You know, what, I know. What's the fucking point? I mean, what, what good are you? Yeah. <clears throat> but then, I mean, think about it. What if you got time travel and you went back to like 19, you know, 85? I mean, and you know, I, you I know that it's stuff you do can affect what happens now. Would you be willing to do it? You may never meet your wife know. now. You can make a difference where you don't make meet your wife. You know, maybe your parents never meet. Are these chances you're going to take? I don't know. It's like if you go back, I mean, if we're talking like back to the future, you can fuck things up. But if you, but if you talk about how there's different branches of, of time travel, you know, where everything just splinters off and there's not just one timeline. What timeline? Yeah, there's a bunch of different yeah. timelines. 
So it really, really doesn't matter because if you go back, then you would cease to. If you mess that up, then you would cease to exist. Yeah, you, you'll just so you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to go back time to begin with. So you can make that you can make like endless parallel ones, right? You can make endless parallel, right? And if you could find your original one, then I guess it wouldn't be a problem. Would that make going back in time more difficult? Because like you don't. Well, say say you go back to like you know 1985 January 1st at 10 a.m. And you go, and when you first get there, you go and beat the shit out of your dad, right? <laughs> Something. And then you make a new timeline. Could you always go back to January 1st, like at 9.55, and be stop yourself? Stop yourself from doing it? Yeah. Could you do that? Could you go back before then, before that timeline? If it always, if it always branches off, will it always, was there ever a fixed point where everything's normal until that one spot? Is that January 1st, 10 a.m.? Is that the spot where everything changes? So then at, at, at the next time, you decide to... Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know, right? I'm not I'm not trying to be... Obviously, I'm not a genius at this. I'm not smart enough to understand how all this works. But um, there's just so many type of, of, of instances that could happen, right? Or, like I said, if it's like Back to the Future, there's only one fucking timeline. You know? And whatever you affect you back there... Up. Yeah. But that's weird. Yeah, but they, but they could... But you can still know because every, when he went back, he made different timelines. Well, I was going to say, when, so in, the, in part two, they did. Remember, he made a parallel one. Biff did. But, yeah. But if you so, remember the first... I mean, that would be the same principle in the first one. But, well, the first one, he went back to that timeline, and he was ruining his future. But if you... In part two, Biff went back in time and made an alternate one by by adjusting his past. So And, and it almost like it contradicted themselves. Because in the first one, there was like only one line. And remember, if his parents didn't meet, then his kid, then him and his brother and sister would not be married, but not be born. Mm. But in the second one, when Biff went back in time, he had his dad killed, which means he shouldn't have been born. But yet it made an alternate parallel one. They were all born, but he killed them like after they were born. And so all that happened different was that Biff became rich. The mom was with Biff and he was a stepson. Mm. He was like some fuck up stepson. Do you remember that? Yeah. So it almost, I remember, I remember Doc explaining it, but it just, uh. It almost kind of contradicted the first one. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, time travel so weird. No, I'm just, I'm just confused. And I don't want to go. In, I don't want to go anywhere back in time now. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so what do you got? What do you got? Anything good next? I got a, a man and a woman in New York City suburbs were arrested Friday after a woman allegedly dumped a container of popcorn on a two-year-old who was talking during the show of Star Wars. So basically, <laughs> Last Jedi. <laughs> Is a terrible movie that makes people <laughs> that makes people go crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, was that movie so shitty that she just dumped the, the popcorn on some two year old? Like, fuck this. She's movie. just angry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> decided to take it out on a two year old or what? <laughs> what was the reason? Even? <laughs> the twenty year old, the twenty eight year old mother had taken her young daughter to a movie theater in Levin, Levingtown, Long Island. Police say when the little girl asked for some popcorn during the PG thirteen flick. A woman sitting next to the girl allegedly verbally attempted to quiet the two-year-old. All she said was popcorn. She didn't even say the full sentence. Uh, the mother says the girl's mother told the woman not to talk to her daughter. Police said <laughs> at which point the, the, the woman allegedly started screaming and cursing at the pair before covering the girl's mouth with her hand. <laughs> the woman covered the girl's mouth? Yeah, like they took, trying to keep her, trying to quiet her down. Fuck. The, the woman then allegedly... Proceeded to dump popcorn all over the two-year-old's head and hit her with the <laughs> with the empty container. Police said, "Oh shit!" I know with it Damn. crazy. Uh, the little Damn. girl reportedly started start. Yeah, the little girl start reportedly started to cry, and the woman and the man that she was with reportedly took off from the theater. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they did. They fucking <laughs> bailed, <idiots>. man. <laughs> the doctor examined the two-year-old after she had been been um, after she said her, she had hurt her head and determined that she had a contusion. So basically, they got charged, and they're issued issued uh, appearance tickets. Why would you throw popcorn at a two year two year old kid's head? She was probably. Can you imagine if like that little girl was like probably like a like a ten year old or a grown man? She would have probably like punched them. <laughs> if this woman's getting so mad at a two year old that she's trying to cover her mouth, and then throws a bag, you know, throws popcorn at her in the bucket at her head, this woman's got problems, man. Yeah. Damn. And then I mean, like her. her boyfriend or whatever was there too and he he wasn't even trying to like pull her off or anything I, I we've all been to a movie when people have kids there and you feel like the kids shouldn't be there yeah you know, but you know I, yeah you know, i can understand you getting a little the kids it, yeah it's a little it's a little annoying and stuff but man i wouldn't i would never 
throw popcorn at a little kid. No. <laughs> Shut that kid up, goddammit. Well, my my last story is... <clears throat> this is a little kind of fucked up, but I'm going to say it anyway. Man has... <laughs> Man has seven-inch plastic toy removed through his penis after instrument got stuck in his bladder. <clears throat> Ugh, that sounds awful. This is yeah, this is horrible. So doctors discovered a seven-inch plastic sex toy stuck in the bladder of a man who came to the hospital when he started peeing blood. So the unnamed patient, reporting the studies, refused to see a doctor for more than two days after getting the toy lodged. He did visit the doctor. He told them that he got in trouble while engaging in. Quote, urethral play. Ure- <laughs> urethral play? Yeah, this guy was stuffing this shit up his junk all the uh. way up the tube. Yeah, and he was stuffing it in like to play, like to give himself pleasure. I don't see how that could be pleasurable, but he, he got it stuck in there. He went too far. Yeah, he did go too far. Yeah, so they ended up, <laughs> they removed the toy, which had already caused inflammation and blood in his urine. But he was discharged from the hospital and expected to make a full recovery. So the doctor wanted to remind the public to properly sanitize sex toys and make use of <laughs> lubricants in order to avoid serious surgery. <laughs> um, what kind of toy is no. that? They they stick in it. Was like... so. Hold on. This is this is <laughs> the end of this. Is the hospital says that has received similar cases in the past with patients' items such as ballpoint pens and cables up their penises. Ah. Uh. Others have also been admitted with golf balls and light bulbs stuck up their anuses, the hospital added. So this place, oh, no. man, they got some fucking freaks there, man. <laughs> well, yeah, when I when I worked in the hospital for a little bit, we every once in a while we'd get a case where somebody would stick something up their ass. One time we this guy stuck like a I don't know how we got it, like the tip of a canister. Like you know, like a spray mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. Like a spray can, you know the tip where you, you push down yeah, so the yeah. I don't know if he was putting the whole can up there, but he got like that little a little tip stuck up there in his ass yeah so so we had to take an x-ray of it and it was there it was <laughs> holy shit man <laughs> it makes me think of do you remember um i think it was one of the, like the jackass movies they they had one of the uh steve-o had on purpose like put a little co- toy car in his ass and he went to the doctor on purpose. <laughs> Because he wanted to know what the reaction of the doctor would be. And the doctor was like fucking freaked out and shit. <laughs> it was like a toy. It was like a little toy Mattel car in his ass. <laughs> yeah, you'll be surprised how often that does happen. People just come in with like crazy shit up their ass. Damn, but this guy, these guys are getting it in their dicks. That's, oh, that's, uh, that's, that I've never, that I've never, I've never seen that before. That, that doesn't sound very appealing to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what plays it's appealing. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to go on to the next story because I just can't imagine. All right, what do you got? What do you got? <laughs> that one's kind of a painful story. Get us off that one. Get us off that bullshit. <laughs> so in Lakewood, Colorado, uh, a Lakewood family bought a box of Quaker 100% natural granola cereal from a Littleton Walmart. Uh, they sat down to, to go eat it. All the family was eating the cereal. And when they looked at the box, they noticed that it said February 22nd. 1997 was the expiration date on it. Okay. So <laughs> what year was this? The so year was, were they eating this? In 2018. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the husband, so the, the, you know, the wife said she had about two bites and she was like, ah, oh, this doesn't taste right. But this was before they, they, they realized the, the, the date on there. But the husband, I guess, ate like the whole, the whole bowl. <laughs> He's like, this is some good shit. <laughs> this is real good. Yeah. So he ate the whole bowl, and and then they discovered that it was like 21 years old, and they re- and so so they go on, so they go online to, to look at the the boxes, and the and the box didn't look anything like the the modern day boxes. It looked like a box. Yeah, from it was 19, tw- from 21 years ago. From 1997. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, the boxes have changed. <laughs> So what they do? Did they end up like calling the company or anything? Yeah, so basically, the store? They, uh, they call the store and they're waiting for the response back from Walmart and PepsiCo. Oh shit! <laughs> How the hell did they sell that, man? So they. Do you realize that some people I, I know, buy like, shit like on Amazon? They're like twenty years old, like for an expensive <laughs> price, and these guys got it for fucking probably rollback prices at two eighty nine or something. Well, I just wonder why why was that sitting there if it's like twenty one years old? How is it still there? I don't know. That's a good question. Like what pallet did they take it from? 
<laughs> and just kept just kept getting pushed to the back. Uh, no, we'll just put this one. In. I know. We'll <laughs> somebody, later. Will, somebody will buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so weird, man. I got a, a quick story. Like when I was working one time at a at a grocery store that was not high class. One time uh, I was working there. I was bagging groceries. This is a long time ago. And some lady came in. She's, she's fucking pissed. She's like, "Fuck." She goes, "I bought this tuna fish here. It's the worst ever." And she was mad. She was pissed off at me. Like, mm-hmm. like it wasn't my fault, but she was, you know, she was, she was showing her anger towards me. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I said, let me go get the manager. She's like, yes, get him now. So the manager comes, and he's like, hey, what's going on? I said, she's like, I bought this tuna fish here. It's, it's horrible. It tastes horrible. She goes, you guys shouldn't be selling this type of product. And the guy's like, well, I'm sorry. Can I see it? And she's just going off like, this is the worst product ever, and I'm going to write to the consumers, and I'm going to tell mm-hmm. corporate about this. And... You know, <clears throat> this is the worst. And she's just, like, going off, just so mad. And she's making a scene in front of everyone, right? Because this is in the front yeah. of the grocery store. Yeah. And we're just there, like, I'm just kind of there. You know, I'm a young kid. I'm just like, oh, fuck, man. This lady's pissed. Mm-hmm. And so, and he's like, well, ma'am, I'm sorry. Well, you know, we'll give you a complete refund. I'm, I'm totally sorry. And she's like, she's just going off. Like, she's mad. She wants to know everyone to know how bullshit this food is here. Yeah, she's getting and angry so, and angry. <laughs> just yeah she's just fuming and, he, and he's just like ma'am can i please have the product you know i'll give you a full refund and you know we'll get you we'll get you something else that you want whatever you need mm-hmm. and she was just so mad she finally like flings like the bag at him like practically like almost hits him with it she's yeah. so mad and so he <clears throat> he opens it up and he checks it out and he goes ma'am this is tuna flavored cat food And she, and she, just, and everyone just kind of stops and looks at her. And she's like, she just like, she just fucking walks out the store, doesn't say a thing, just fucking leave. <laughs> we're, we're just like, oh shit. <laughs> oh god. After all that shit she made. Yeah, she made a big old stink. Had to get everybody to listen. Everybody to fucking check it out. <laughs> and it was all on her. <laughs> fucking tuna flavored cat food. <laughs> of course, it tastes like shit. <laughs> so, that's horrible. I can't. <laughs> And she, she was so mad when he did that. Her face like dropped, but you could tell she was fucking pissed. She's like, "Oh shit!" Kind of like, "How dare you? How dare you? Fucking how dare you?" That's the look she had. Like, "How dare you? How dare you shame me?" It's like, "Bitch, you're the one." Who- you're the one who brought everybody else in this. You oh, had to get man. everybody to look and listen. I- you're the one. Who- People, You're the man. one who had to get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was you. <clears throat> you could have had your shame and, and quietness. And I know, she could have just no. got her money back and that was it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or he could have just told the manager, and like, hey, she would have favored. <laughs> she would have been like, oh shit, just walked out. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so <laughs> that day, justice was served. <laughs> Justice was served. Yeah. <laughs> served in a cat dish. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about the Denver Airport Conspiracy Theory. Stay tuned for that. So there's been a lot of uh, weird and um, conspiratorial talk about the Denver International Airport. So this, they say this place is like kind of weird. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of odd. It's not really a normal type place. Like it has like weird art and weird type of um, stat- statues and things around the airport. So this or- airport opened February 28th, 1995. And it's 53 square miles, which is like twice as large as like the na- big next airport in the United States. <clears throat> and what's odd is it's like six miles away from a re- <clears throat> from another airport in, in Denver, and it's fully functional. But so there's like no reason to build this one, which is kind of weird. And it was like basically privately funded, and to this day nobody knows, I guess, who who totally funded it completely. Like they they've kind of heard of like maybe some names here and there, investors, but. Um, 
they don't really know who funded all this money. So the the weird part is the money went um it went two dollar two billion dollars over budget. Not two mil, two bill. And the and the final price of it was four point eight billion dollars. So for a, for a private person or a group to fund this, that's a lot of money. After it was completed, the airport didn't open to the public until six, 16 months after it was completed. Mm-hmm. So the speculations grew regarding the high costs. So stuff like this, <clears throat> and like I was saying, things that are there, led to conspiracy talk. So some of the weird things about the place mm-hmm. is there was like a blue statue, like a Mustang. It's like a Mustang statue out front. And it's kind of like, you know, rearing up. But it's it's also known has a, has an AKA name as Blucifer. Blucifer? Yeah. Because okay. this is a thirty foot statue, which is like nine thousand pounds. It's like a demonic looking horse with illuminated illuminated red eyes, and it's they say it's supposed to be cursed, right? I'm not saying any of this is true. I'm just telling you what I what investigation I did. Okay. It's supposed to be cursed. So the guy who made it, his name Dude, was Luis. Is, uh, I'm looking at the picture right now. That is a scary ass horse. <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't Blucifer kind of scary? It looks like it's like half like it looks like a like half skeleton. Yeah. It doesn't look like a normal horse, like a peaceful horse or anything. It looks like a demon horse. Yeah. So the so the the one who was, who constructed it, his name was Luis Jimenez. In 93, he was he was constructing it and the head fell on him and ended up killing him. People believe he represents this this Lucifer represents the fourth horseman of the apocalypse, which in my mm-hmm. last show that I talked about was like death. Remember mm-hmm. the Grim Reaper death? Yeah. So, <clears throat> nobody knows why this weird, scary-looking um, horse is a symbol of the airport. It's, it's nobody has no any idea. So, granted, I understand football, the Denver Broncos. That's their logo. That's their mascot. Mm. But this thing does not look like a, the Bronco horse from the logos. So, I, that's the only thing I can think of that would be close enough why it would they would have mm. a horse there and it would make any sense. Yeah. But other than that, that 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 Blucifer looks kind of freaky. So there's a there's also like a dedication stone there. So it's a little weird this dedication stone. Uh, it has a Freemasons logo on it. So so those people who don't know, just real quickly, the Freemasons are like an old private and powerful society that's mm-hmm. supposed to. It's rumored to have existed like back even towards the Middle Ages. So the dedication on the dedication stone is March nineteenth, nineteen ninety four. So again, if you're into the conspiracies, just taking the numbers of that nineteen. 1994 if you add like if you do the math if you do 1 and 9 for 19 you get 10 mm-hmm. and 1994 if you add the, all the numbers you get 23 and if you add the, the 10 plus 23 is 33 okay. well 33 is the highest level you can obtain as a Freemason so mm-hmm. yeah so people kind of think like this is you know again it has a Freemason logo on it they think that um, in the event of like some worldwide catastrophe Mm-hmm. Um, they believe that the Freemasons have this airport as it's like, um, like a bunker or a sanctuary. Oh, like a fallout shelter because, kind of thing. Yeah, something like that. Um, this dedicate the stone also lists like the New World Airport Commission as a contributing group. Well, there's no New World Airport Commission in existence. There's like no commission or any group or sect or anything called that. There's, and there's also some weird, like, um, there's, like, some, not weird, but there's also a message regarding a time capsule beneath the stone. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to contain messages and memorabilia for the people of Colorado for 2094. So okay. it's weird. It's, like, 100 years after the this dedication was dated. There's supposed mm-hmm. to be some weird time capsule under there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, nobody knows what's in there because nobody, probably the people who paid for this put it in there, but nobody knows who that is. The bunker that I was talking about. Is uh there's allegedly a huge bunker under the airport, um, and it's supposed to contain allegedly contain the world's largest network of underground tunnels. So nobody knows what these tunnels are for. They say that before construction began, like a five multi-story building was buried beneath the airport site. So I think there's like five stories of tunnels down there, and that's why they think a lot of the reason they think the airport was delayed was because you know having to get this in in the ground underground. So there's, there's no really confirmation that that's down there. There was one guy who, who was an ex-employee who said that that is down there. Mm. But um, 
there's no way for anybody public to get down there. There's just like lots of locked doors around the airport. Obviously, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's security. They have locked doors, but people claim that it might lead down to the bunker. But the general public's never been down there, so it's it's just like a rumor again. Um, they think it's supposed to be like a safe area for the elite in the event of an apocalypse or a world calamity. I don't know if you remember in 2011 there was that doomsday comet. Um, it was known as C C 2010X1, or it was also called Elenin. Mm-hmm. So this was this this comment narrowly uh, avoided hitting Earth, but um, I don't know if you remember President Obama back then. He was moved to Denver during that event, and they, oh, it was like right? speculated that he. What's that? Is that right? He was moved. They moved him there. Yeah, he he was moved to Denver during that event, and as they speculated that he was moved to the bunker as a just in case scenario. So. Mm. Um, the, the airport says that the tunnels are used for, like, airport network rail system. But the rail system that's there now is not big enough for the five stories and levels of the bunker. So it's just, it's it sounds like a, people think it sounds like a, just a front. Okay. The murals, there's four murals I'm going to talk about. They're really weird. So the first mural tells a story about, like, the New World Order taking over the world after a large bio-war. It, like, destroys all mankind, civilization, everything, animals. So the first mural shows like a green soldier wearing a gas mask. He's like wielding the AK-47 and he's got a mm-hmm. sword. And it, it, shows, it looks like the sword is stabbing a dove. And the dove is like, you know, the symbol for peace, right? Mm-hmm. And and behind him, in his wake, it's like he's, he's leaving, there's like smoke or gas, something um, that's, that's, that's coming from behind him. Remember, he's wearing a mask. And uh, there's like a number of weeping mothers and babies that are left behind him. And underneath his footing, there's like, um, it shows like children sleeping in rubble. It looks like destruction's occurring. Things are dying. So the second mural shows like a burning forest and the children of the world crying over like three large open coffins. So it's almost like the middle coffin like represents like Mother Nature's. The woman in there looks like it represents Mother Nature. Uh, bodies of dead animals in her coffin and it's lined with flowers. Some of the people standing there like looking over here, there's like there's a few, you know, kids there. And one of them looks like a, a Mayan girl holding a calendar. Like remember mm-hmm. the 2012 calendar was supposed to represent the end of the world? Yeah. But, but the Mayans also spoke of like a new beginning, right? Uh, uh, like a rebirth. And so that so there's also a couple animals that are like in a uh, sealed off like glass box, and so they're thinking like everything that's not in that will probably die. They're being held like almost like a Noah's Ark type thing, mm-hmm. like some of the animals are being contained and saved there for the future for the rebirth. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> uh, the third mural, another the, another mural uh, that I'm going to talk about shows like the end of the war. It shows like the children are, are handing in all the flags and weapons and they're like from all the countries, they're like handing in all their stuff. And it looks like they're giving it to like a German boy and he has like a mallet and he's like destroying the stuff. That's almost like oh. the German is a savior. <clears throat> and it, it seems like to like uh like the, the the dissolving of the world's nations, like the war is ending. And you can see below them the soldier from the from the mural I was talking about with the mask and everything. Um, mm-hmm. He's now dead. He's like down on the floor, dead, and two doves sit on top of his body, like his like like peace is coming now. You know the the death is now gone. Peace is coming, and there's like also a gravestone at the bottom corner, and it has like words on it that say war, violence, and hate, and maybe it symbolizes like that these types that war, violence, and hate are dying or gone. They're no longer going to occur. They are now mm-hmm. in the past, just like the soldier. Right, mm, yeah, and like the fourth, the last mural that I'm gonna talk about is like uh, it's almost like a Garden of Eden, Garden of Eden type of picture. Mm-hmm. So, the children in the world are like they're all gathered around like a flower that's blooming, and it seems to be like you know this 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 plant is like blooming again. It, it shows like rebirth, mm-hmm. and every, all the children are around are like happy, and it shows that behind them like it shows different environments again that are back alive like one of them's like a forest another one's like a desert another one's like an ocean it looks like um civilization and um uh, a new beginning things are, are becoming alive again mm-hmm. right after all the destruction and death things are coming back full circle so like a new beginning 
the end and the end of dread and death are gone and that people think maybe this is like the new world order taking over after the apocalypse right they're gonna they're gonna go down under the tunnels and hide while everyone else just kind of suffers and and dies and then when it's all over maybe all the gas all the death is gone they're gonna come out and rule again is what they think maybe that's why they're gonna go to the denver uh, mm-hmm. airport down in the tunnels because there'll be like it's like a full sanctuary down there it can be and it mm-hmm. could house things there's, there's also rumors that there, it could also be um like a concentration camp it could be for a concentration camp for the future for a war if we have to put you know if if um enemies have to be put down there like in auschwitz or something they could also be used for that it's i guess it's supposed to be enormous down there and it can house many different things full new world order down in that in that uh in that bunker area, in that whole airport. Also, like, like if you look at the airport top view, like the runways and stuff, it looks like a swastika. So it's almost like the people there are, like, um, pro-German or something. Like mm. I said, the German kid is, like, the savior. He's the one that's, yeah. that's you know, helping everybody. Everyone's going to him, and he's the one that's, like, cleaning things up or whatever, you know? He's, like, the savior, the, the leader or whatever, you know? And so... A lot of people don't understand what why these pictures are even there. Like when people are like, you know, I was reading online and stuff that people when they go there like, what the fuck is this? Like, like why are these <laughs> so even just, here? Yeah, they, like, like when you look at them, they're really strange and they're yeah, they don't make any they, sense. There's like they don't make any I mean, sense. I mean, I shouldn't say they don't make any sense, but I mean for an airport, like why would you have these type of depictions and and pictures and death and you know, mass death. It, it's like it's like world death. It's showing like basically like world death. Like everyone's gonna die, and then those who survive will end up coming out to an Eden. You know, to mm-hmm. a to a new life, a happy life. Um, everyone will be happy. We'll restart things, and you and you know, I'm sure you read about like you know new world orders. They they allegedly want to like you know kill off populations. You know, mm. get get people down to six percent because you know this this planet's becoming too overpopulated. Yeah, and and we can't sustain it with what you know all the resources that we use. So, you know, there have been I have read things where they say that there's some societies that want to kill off a good, you know, ninety four percent of the people, good portion of the population. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whether it comes in you know some type of you know big catastrophic calamity or you know maybe some pathogen you know some influenza mm. who knows but you know these are these are all rumors and they think and they always wonder like if whoever's going to be in charge of it behind it they have to save themselves right they have to put themselves somewhere so a lot of people feel like maybe this this um this airport in denver's could could house it again like i said allegedly obama went there and when that uh comet almost came and hit us so, they think it could be legit. Again, nobody, no, no, nobody that's uh, that's a just a regular citizen has ever been down there and has ever seen any of that. Mm. So again, if there's no pictures, there's no proof. You can't really believe it. Yeah, it's all just conspiracy theory. But it's it's an interesting conspiracy theory. I've, I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, and those pictures, you know, they're just they're just kind of creepy. And then and then Lucifer. That doesn't mean Lucifer. I don't understand why he's there. And then the Freemason, you know, like the symbols on the on the dedication stones. Yeah, that's like I mean that that's there, man. That's there. <laughs> you can't deny that. Yeah, this is a lot. This is a lot of weird shit there for airport. But then again, I've seen other airports with like weird stuff too, like just like weird art that people put up. So I, I yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get but, that. I, I just think that these are kind of I've, weird. I've never seen anything like this kind of. Uh, cryptic you know where it's like there's like a really menacing meaning behind it almost yeah exactly like when you see them it it, it is doesn't it yeah like when you see them you're just kind of like uh something doesn't feel like, right like it's it's, <laughs> it's it's not even it's not even weird art it's like it's wrong art you know yeah yeah like it's, it's not even it, almost like it's propaganda yeah it just doesn't it doesn't make sense and for some reason you know the people you know there's a lot the people had to uh like the mayor and a bunch of people on the boards had to agree to allow this in there right they just can't put anything in there mm-hmm. you know it's not like it's not like just the the people who who built it could just put in whatever they want it had to be agreed on by a bunch of um like the yeah, legislator like from com- in colorado and stuff yeah. yeah 
it wasn't just like some group said, oh, let's just put these in here, all right. You know, I had to had to get by, like like I said, the mayor and everybody had to had to put stamp their stamp of approval on it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just weird. I said, I, I just don't know. I said, the only thing that I could, out of all those, the only one that doesn't really, that I could see is that Blucifer is because, like I said, the Denver Broncos, the Broncos, their logo. Yeah. But this this horse is just kind of weird, man. Yeah. I mean, you've seen the picture. Yeah, so I don't know. This this whole place, this whole place is weird. And, and you know, like I said, I was reading people who, who said they've, like, you know, passed through Denver, you know, layovers and stuff. And they when they look at that stuff, they're like, this shit is weird. Like, this stuff is like, I, like, like people who travel, like I was reading stuff and people who travel all the time, you know, they're in different airports around the world. And like, this is like one of the most odd ones, mm-hmm. like, like, like these art, this art and there's like, does not make any sense. It doesn't go with anything in the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's like you said, it's almost like propaganda type stuff. Like, yeah, it is like, pretty, is it's it, pretty trippy. It's pretty trippy. Yeah. Like, is it, is it foreshadowing something that's going to occur? I mean, well, if the I end mean, of the world happens, I know where I'm going to go. So it's, <laughs> well, I, if they let you like, in, see if they let me in, I'll, I'll bring, I'll put on my Denver Bronco jersey and yeah. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like I said, it's a, uh, it, it's interesting, and it's like I said, uh, some people have heard of this, and some people haven't. And I just thought it'd be great, interesting to talk about. That was it, that was really that was a really interesting story. It's different. Yeah. So who knows? Like I said, there's a. Uh, there's allegedly a bunch of bunkers around the world, you know, where people, the elite, will go to uh, in the event of something catastrophic occurring. So, like you said, you might need to put on your Denver Bronco jersey and go down there. <laughs> <laughs> live, damn it, live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're getting about that time where we need to go. Time to go hide yeah. our bunkers and uh, go someplace. Else. Yeah, <laughs> or build our bunkers. <laughs> go build our bunkers right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Hopefully, hopefully, there's nothing to worry about. Um. <laughs> All right. So uh, well, this uh, is another episode uh, stamped and with, a, with our stamp of approval and done. It's time for us to go. Right. We're here for a long time. We're just here for a good time. <laughs> so have a good morning, <laughs> evening, or night, and we'll see you next week. Until then, stay strange. Stay strange, everyone. Bye-bye. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. And please give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.thestrangepodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you.